Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone. We are on Soaring with Eagles today. We're very happy to have our guests and uh, we want to just thank them for being on today. They are jet setters. They're all over the place all the time uh, doing business related to Instagram. So I wanted to welcome Steph and welcome Jen. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for having us. It's an honor to be on your uh, Facebook Live podcast show. We're really excited about it and looking forward to, to being on it. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks. So the name of the show is Soaring with Eagles. And I tell you, since I've met you guys at uh, the Think and Grow Rich conference here in Scottsdale and getting to know you a little bit there uh, with some of the VIP events and also just watching you on Instagram and all of the different things that you do, I think this is really going to be a great show, uh, a very beneficial and educational for folks and a number of tips, whether it's personally or with their business, uh, different things that they would be able to implement. So once again, thank you very much. So can you uh, just give a brief introduction about uh, your business and, and each of you individually introduce yourselves? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my name is Steph Sudo. And, um, and basically two and a half years ago, we started our first business, which was the Glitter Twins, um, which we sell glitter gel to people that go to festivals and raves. And so we really built that up using Instagram only. And that's how we discovered all this stuff about Instagram. And that's why most of our business is all through Instagram now, because what we learned from developing the Glitter Twins and our personal brand, um, we have now turned it to teaching other people what to do and how to do it as well. So that's what we do is we run our glitter business and we also do consulting as well on the side. Excellent. <laughs> And my name is Jennifer, and as you guys know, we're twins. Um, and yeah, and so you met us at Thinking Grow Rich. That's also one of the main things that we do as well is um, we, we're like brand ambassadors for entrepreneur events, and we you know do the Instagram stories, show what's going on, just basically create content for entrepreneur events, which is really fun, and we enjoy it. Um, but also it helps get the word out about you know, about what the event's all about and everything. And, you know, we just try to bring awareness because we're huge advocates for events. We think that that's like the best way to learn is to really be in person and, you know, learning from, from, you know, highly successful people and getting to meet them. Right, right. And you are highly successful as well. So uh, just congratulations to you and all the different things that, that you're in and jet setting to all these different events. So um, tell people, uh, if you don't mind, uh, the story about how you actually met uh, John Shen uh, online related to that particular event and, and how you got there. Yeah, we slid into his DMs, which <laughs> is really underrated. I think most people think that these big people are not going to respond to their messages. But honestly, John responded 
uh, right away. And we both messaged him. We each messaged him essentially the same pitch. And so he was like, oh, yeah, I think I got a similar message um, from someone with the same last name as you. And so we were able to get him on the phone. We just said, hey, look, we, we really want to work with you. We really want to um, showcase your event. I know you're doing a whole tour. And honestly, we haven't heard much about it in, in um, the Instagram community. And so, you know, as far as entrepreneur space goes, so we're like, we would really want to help you spread the word and really showcase your event. And um, so then he's like, all right, well, let's set up a call. So he gave us his phone number, but it just took sliding into his DMs. That's, that's, what it, that's how it started. Okay, so as we go, there's going to be things that you say, such as sliding into his DM, that some people that are on Instagram, you know, we know what that means. But for those who are not used to it yet, that may be watching this show or listening to this show, can you go ahead and explain what that is? Yeah, it's essentially Facebook Messenger. It's a direct, it stands for direct message. <laughs> so it's just, it's like texting someone. It's like you're directly messaging only that person. Right, right. And um, again, for anyone watching, we can give the information uh, and listening, we can give the information on the Voice America page, how to get in touch with ladies and just how to follow their stories. They give a lot of tutorials on various things and they have great fun doing it. And some of them are really hilarious, but they're serious tips, you know, serious business tips uh, that they make really fun. So we'll, we'll make sure that we get your, your information there for, for people. And so um, I guess to the way that he told it was, was, was pretty funny though, that, you know, he, he mentioned also that you, mentioned some things about the marketing of the other people that were going to be in the event and that you didn't see that even. And so you gave him a tip, which also made him notice you more. Yeah. Yeah. Basically we kind of like jabbed at him a little bit. We're like, Hey, like we don't see, you know, anything about your event anywhere. You know, none of the, none of the speakers are posting about it. It's not in their bio. And he was like, what? Like, what are you guys talking about? And he goes and he checks and, and like, we were right. There was, you know, none of the speakers really had the link to the event in their, you know, bio on Instagram and they weren't really talking about it. And so he was kind of a little bit like, you know, shocked for that. And he's like, you know what, you guys are right. So he did an emergency like speaker meeting and he's like, he's like, you guys need to be talking about this event, put it in your bio. Right. And that's when he came back to us and he was like, okay, let's talk, you know. So mm -hmm. I think if you can kind of like pinpoint a problem and then solve it, um, that really helps and you get them to, you know, you kind of point out something, but you, you point out a way to solve it as well. I think that really gets people's attention because people are always looking to improve things, you know, so we pointed out a problem where like, you know, here's the solution and also we're the solution as well. And so that, <laughs> that's always good. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think um, it, it also goes along with uh, one of the taglines for my show is, you know, be controversial, be transformational, be the answer. And so that was a little bit controversial for you to just say, hey, you know, I'm looking at all of the what you've supposedly done for marketing or, you know, related to the event and everyone is not marketing your event that's actually in it. And so being the answer also was giving him some tips and then also your services saying, you know, we can, we can help you with this. And so uh, that, that's phenomenal. And, and when I talk about uh, the, um, what I did for the advertisement for your show, talking about power plays, that was definitely, definitely a power play. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think most people are afraid to offend the big people. But when you have nothing to lose, then you really have nothing to lose. You know, you might as well do it because something good can end up coming out of it, which which something good, something great came out of it. Right, right. And so part of what you can maybe give us some tips on, too, is how you structured that particular uh, conversation and maybe if there's other things that have happened even before or after that, because it's not just doing it. It's not just doing the power play. It's how you do it and how you come off to people. Uh, and uh, there was a, a young lady that that's in our family. Um, she's a, um, she's a guitar player and singer. Just, she's phenomenal. And on her Instagram today, you know, just about, it had to do with your presence and how, how you come off to people. And sometimes, you know, if you, if you come out that you really don't feel that you have anything to lose and then you have that confidence or if you come out as afraid, then, then that is something too that maybe they may not want to deal with you. So do you have any tips for people if they're going to DM someone how to, to actually do that? What kind of structure you used? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Um... First off, I think you just have to start off by having great energy. So, so the DM, that's kind of the easy part, right? Because you're just hiding behind a keyboard and you're just typing something. Um, but when you finally get on the phone with them, I think that having energy and, and being confident is huge. And when, as you were asking that question, I actually what popped into my mind was um, catching John at the right time. So... So he was a really busy guy. So once he gave us his phone number, you know, we tried to call him, but he didn't answer. And, and so it was kind of like, you know, we, we would text him, we would call him, and, you know, we weren't able to get a hold of him. So I think, you know, being able to get a hold of him was like, that was the problem that we were really trying to solve. And so what eventually ended up happening was one time we texted him at 2 a.m. And he responded, and we were like, what are you doing awake at 2 a.m.? And we started having a back and forth conversation right then and there. And, and I was like, wow, like this is, and I, and I came to realize that, well, he's a night owl. He goes to sleep at like three. So that was like the perfect time to catch him because he knows at the end of this day, he wasn't bombarded with all this stuff, mm-hmm. but he was still awake. Mm-hmm. And so um, to me, I think catching people at the right time is huge. And Steph can touch mm-hmm. up on, well the dm you're saying how did we structure the dm is we actually planned it out because we were kind of mass dming a lot of people that throw events so it's not like we personally were like oh john shin you know we didn't know who john shin was we just found out that he was the host behind this event so we kind of structured it in a way where it was it was a paragraph we basically solved the problem within the text so we said hey i know you're throwing an event it's gonna be awesome everyone's gonna want to see it the problem is this and here's how we can solve it. Mm-hmm. So we essentially, we essentially, because all business is, is solving a problem. And that's, that's, that's what we did with the glitter twins. We solved the problem with people's glitter falling off their face. We made a glitter gel. That's what we did with showcasing events using Instagram stories. So it's like, it's just solving a problem. So that's what you want to do is if you're DMing people, whoever's watching this, if you're planning on DMing a lot of people, make sure that you're pointing out what the problem is and then make sure that you are the solution. Your service is the solution. Mm-hmm. Well, I think those are some really great tips. And the other thing with people who are in business, uh, some of them may just be, you know, 
domestic, but other people, they're, they're everywhere, you know, internationally. So 2 a.m. may not be that it was 2 a.m. here. It, it could be, he probably was here because he's always up. But, uh, you know, they may be in a different country. So finding that right, right time too, and just understanding um, events they may be at or what they're doing also helps because that's the other, other point I want to bring up is that you all also did, did your research. Okay, so you researched some of the other speakers and I actually did that too before going to the event just to get some more information about, I knew several of them and had met several of them. A number of them had already been on my show um, prior to that event. Uh, and so for the ones I didn't know, um, uh, I made sure that I looked them up just to get some more information before hearing them speak so that I could see, you know, what else I might want to get from them, like on some of the things that I bid for, you know, while I was at that event. Mm -hmm. So doing your research is key. All oh, right. So let's get into um, the, the coaching. Uh, what kinds of things do you coach people on? We mostly target um, baby boomers, people that, they know social media is important, but they don't necessarily know how to use it. Um, because I think a lot of people, when they start a, a business involving social media, they're targeting like millennials. But in our opinion, we think the people that need the most help are people that already have an established business that have been in business for decades. You know, mm -hmm. um, we want to help people that already have an established business that are just looking to use social media to help them get to the next level. And so, um, so we help people, you know, we're helping out this life coach right now. She's been successful for a while, but she's just getting into Instagram and she has no idea what to do. So we break everything down and, and try to explain everything in the most simple terms because I know how overwhelming Instagram can be for a lot of people sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but once you get used to it, it's easy, but it's just the initial initially learning it can be hard. It could be frustrating. Yeah. And basically what we do is we do coaching calls once a week where we just, you know, we will teach specific things relating to, you know, what they are trying to accomplish with their Instagram account. And then um, we'll create weekly action plans for, you know, what you need to be doing every single day. Um, and then we also have like a whole file of video tutorials on literally like, what does this button do? What does this button do? You know, on Instagram, just, just the basic stuff just to get, you know, people started. And so that's kind of what we, that's what we do um, with the coaching calls. Excellent. Excellent. So with some things that I, I, I looked up, uh, there was Hootsuite and, and there were some things on CNN and there's a number of other sites. Uh, they did mention like the average age was between uh, 18 to 25 as far as like the main users. And there are, there are like the baby boomers, other people that are older than that. Like you're saying that they know they maybe want to use the technology or there's something great. They see other people using it personally and for business and, and just are not sure how to use it. So having where you target uh, that age group, I, I think is great. Uh, but anybody can, can learn a lot, you know, based on the different things that you guys have posted in, in your calls. And so with, uh, with Instagram, do you connect that with the other platforms? Do you do things on YouTube? Do you do things on, on Facebook? Yeah, I connect my stuff to Facebook. It automatically posts. You, you can make it so that it connects automatically. So mm -hmm. that's what I do for Facebook. I don't directly post to Facebook. There's this guy, Dan Fleischman. He's very popular um, on social media. And he says, you know, just make content for one platform and then 
repurpose it for all the other platforms. So that's essentially what we do. We mostly make the content for Instagram though, because that's kind of what's really popular right now. And then obviously as trends evolve, we will jump onto other platforms, but I think we, we're just doubling down on uh, Instagram right now. Okay. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be having a, a meeting with him. That was one of the, the bids that I won was, was with okay. Dan. So looking forward to looking forward to that. So some of the other platforms that they mentioned, I mentioned Facebook, YouTube, uh, Pinterest, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, WhatsApp, like, are, do you link to all of those or what, what are you, if, if you don't sharing? Yeah. So we have, I mean, I just got on TikTok, which is kind of like the next thing. Right. Um, Snapchat, have Snapchat. Uh, we want to start a YouTube channel. We just haven't done it yet, but we, we have the intentions. We know YouTube is super important. Um, we're on Facebook. Mostly, I don't really post on my personal. I just help out with the Think and Grow Rich Facebook page. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn. I know LinkedIn, LinkedIn, a lot of hype around LinkedIn as far as mm -hmm. it used to be really businessy, and now it's kind of turning into more content creation because you can post videos and photos. So, yeah, there's a lot of platforms out there. I think everyone should be on all of them if you can, but it's just it is hard to keep up with all of them because Twitter. there's so many. Um, mm -hmm. I would say just double down on just a few if you can because it's you know there are a lot but it depends who your tar target demographic is so if you're um if you're really trying to hit the like teenagers you know the the young middle schoolers high schoolers TikTok mm -hmm. is where you're going to want to go for that and Snapchat um and Snapchat yeah if you're going to want to hit the millennials um, and, and some, you know, some baby boomers, but mostly millennials, it's going to be Instagram. And then baby boomers are mostly on Facebook. Uh, as far as YouTube, that's kind of all ages, but it is mostly, um, millennials and younger that are typically on there, but they watch it like it's TV, you know, so. Right, right. Yeah. And Greg Reed had talked a lot about TikTok um, because of his son. So he was on it. So uh, a number of us, you know, jumped on there too, just to go ahead and establish our accounts. Uh, yeah, for, good for idea. So. At least have your username, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about uh, after break. Uh, we're just going to take a station identification break here for uh, Voice America. Uh, after break, I want to talk about maybe some of the fun things that you've done. And I know that uh, you mentioned the, the glitter business and there may be some things that we can get some, some business tidbits out of what you've done with that too. Is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we will be right back. Calling all Voice America listeners, hosts, employees, families, and friends. We're super excited about our Voice America Community Service Day to be held on September 7th. Let's join together with Full Color Movement Internationals, Give Hope Luncheon for the Homeless and Families in Need. Join us at the gym at 2320 North 7th Street in Phoenix from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come volunteer and bring packaged foods for 300 people. 
We need snack bags, socks, shorts, and backpacks for size small to 5X. Let's do our part to make someone's day a little brighter with our smiles, songs, poems, and some games. Soaring with Eagles radio show host Crystal Richardson will be celebrating September birthdays that day, so let's join her nonprofit and help raise $30,000 for a van and scholarships for at-risk youth. Don't miss this opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of those that need it most. For more information on our service day or to donate, contact Crystal Richardson at www.fullcolormovement.com or go to Soaring with Eagles on the Voice America Empowerment page today. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the Homeless and Needy Families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. So tell us about your glitter business. Yeah, so basically two years ago, we went to a rave for the first time ever, which is basically like a big music festival. And we noticed that people had, they were wearing glitter, but halfway through, it was falling off their face. And it just like, they looked terrible. And we felt bad. We're like, oh, man. You know, that's a shame. Like, they looked so beautiful in the beginning, and at the end, you know, all the glitter is gone. And, um, and so we really felt very inspired, actually, by our first festival that we went to, and we really wanted to be a part of the community. And so we just thought, all right, what problem can we solve? What problem can we solve um, to be a part of this community and to have a business, you know, in the rave community? And so we decided, well, you know what? the glitter falling off the face, we can solve that problem. Let's create a glitter gel that, you know, once you put it on, once it dries, it doesn't budge and it's going to last all night. And so, you know, we did a bunch of research, we, you know, tested out a ton of things and we created our own glitter gel, vegan, all natural, um, aloe based glitter gel, cosmetic, of course. And we started selling it on Instagram. We started marketing it on Instagram. Um, and we actually never ran ads. We never, you know, opened up a shop or anything. We literally just through Instagram stories, which that's what we're really good at. And through going live, we were able to really connect to our audience and build up a, a following and just sell to people from there. And we've been doing that for, for two years now. So. Wow. Yeah. So- you have a, a pretty big customer based on that. I know there's like tons of, of big uh, raves and like the Comic-Con and all of the different kinds of things that are out there. So are all of those your, your customers? Yeah, essentially our niche is, is people that go to the festivals and raves. Mm-hmm. Our customers, we have reoccurring customers. So we have, we built up kind of a very loyal customer base 
and really for any business, as long as you have a solid group of people that are constantly buying from you, that will run the business. Um, and of course, we'll, we work on getting new people in, but, but having a solid p amount of people that are just constantly buying is a great thing. And how we mostly built that up is, is through building trust with people because we realize that followers are essentially human beings. They're just people. So, you know, and if we're going to sell to a human, well, we really need interaction and we really need to be showing our face and we really need to be showing the product. So, yeah, we started going, we started getting the notorious for going live every single day. Um, and just, even if there's only five people watching, we would just be acting as if, you know, they were real people in front of us. And I think that really helps out when you can build like a real connection with, with people and going live is a great way to do that because they can interact with you in real time. Right, right. And I know for me, even with the, with the show, there's, uh, we're in about 32 countries right now. And so with, with the people that are listening on Voice America, uh, we have a, a, a following of, of people all across the world that, that, that listen to the show. And on Facebook Live, sometimes, you know, at this time, there's, there's people that are at work and, and are not watching, but they do catch the replays. And, and it's all about content, like what you're saying, right? And so building that content. So whether they watch it live or, or listen to it live or, or get it later, um, it, it's, it's very, very essential. So we'll be making sure that we get this posted on all the platforms and Google Play. There's like a whole number of platforms that uh, Voice America has uh, the host on. And so uh, we'll be getting your message out about that definitely. Is there a different Instagram page for the glitter business as opposed to what you do for everyone else? Yeah, there's a, yeah, at the Glitter Twins. So you just have been the Glitter Twins on Instagram and that's going to be us. Um, yeah, we actually started that before we even did anything on our personal profiles. We were only focused on the Glitter Twins and building that up as a number one priority. It was only about six months ago that we decided to actually start building our personal profiles, but we were just all in on the Glitter Twins because that was our main bread and butter. That was our business and that was like our baby. So, you know, you have to treat it like it's a baby, constantly taking care of it, constantly uh, attending to it. Um, in order to really build it. Right, right. And so I did want to get into some of that now about how do you build a following? How do you build a business? What are some tips that you can give related to both of those points? Yeah, so I think that there's a really big feature that's highly underrated on okay. Instagram that we really utilized a lot, especially when we went to the festivals. And it's, it's called the mention feature. So if you post on your story, this is relating to an Instagram story, which, which um, Instagram stories technically go away after 24 hours, right? They disappear. But actually a way to keep them on is by adding them to a highlight which can permanently be on your page. Um, or just recently we started saving our entire story and posting it all into an IGTV post, which is another way to, um, to, save, your, to save your story so that it doesn't disappear. But um, the mention feature, back to the mention feature, that's really how we built up our following because what we did was we went to these festivals and every time we would meet someone, um, we would, we would make a little video with them and we would tag them. So we would do at and their username. And mm -hmm. so from there, they can actually check their DMs, go into their DMs and they can see that they have the option to repost onto their story. And so 
that's really how you're able to get more eyeballs on you because now, you know, not only are all of your followers seeing your post, your story post, but so are their followers because they just reposted that. So now all of their followers are seeing it. And if you do that, you know, with multiple people, you're getting hundreds of thousands of people, you know, seeing your post and checking out your story. And, uh, you know, some of those people will convert. They'll click on your profile from there, which they can easily, they just tap on the story, go straight to your profile and they can start following you. And so that's how we really built up um, a following was from the, from tagging people from the mention feature on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was, of course it was because we went out in person. Like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard to build a following if you're not doing things in real life because, because the whole point of social media is to kind of showcase what you're doing in real life. So, mm-hmm. so we were going to these festivals in real life and we were capitalizing on that by posting it all on Instagram, posting our whole experience and tagging every single human being that we ran into. We put glitter on everyone's faces. So then it's like, well, everyone's wearing the same glitter. Who did they get that from? And we had this huge totem, basically this pole with a huge sign on it. And it said glitter twins. So we were branding ourselves at all these festivals that we were going to, and we're going to the same state festivals. So we were kind of building up like in Washington, when we lived in Seattle, Everyone knew us at that point because everyone kept going to the same festivals over and over. And they're like, we keep seeing your totem. Like, it's about time we come up and say hi, you know. And, and it's building a community, one small community at a time. Pretty sure, pretty soon it grows when we go out of state. So repetition and consistency are key. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So with that's with the following. And so can we talk about building your business is are there just any general tips other than building the following related to building a business using Instagram? We started off because because Jen was still in college and um, we were both working and we didn't have any really money to start a business. So what we did when we first started was we started our Instagram page and we said, all right, look, if we're going to sell glitter we should just, instead of buying a bunch of glitter because we don't have the money to do that, let's just contact all these companies on Instagram and see if they can send us samples of their glitter. And then we can put it on our face and we can rock it and we can start building an audience at least. And so that's what we started doing with zero money. You can, you can literally get other people to send you their products similar to your product and you start building a customer base without even having a product. That's essentially what we did. And so by the time we came out with the glitter, and by the time we saved up enough money to actually buy some supplies, we already had an audience of people who were interested in glitter because they had been following us from when we were wearing other people's glitter and repping their glitter. Mm-hmm. So when you were repping other people's glitter, uh, did you give them honorable, men- honorable mention or did you talk about their products? Um, we mostly just, we said, hey, you know, um, Basically, in the beginning, when we first started out, I literally just would create makeup looks and then post a picture. We didn't even do video because we didn't realize the importance. So when we started out, we just said, hey, like, we'll create a look. We'll post a picture and we'll we'll tag you. And, you know, you can then use that picture to market as well. But, um, you know, that's what we'll do. So we didn't actually even talk about the product. We literally just took a picture um, and they were, they're okay with that. Yeah. And then, I mean, some companies will be, but if you really want to go above and beyond, you know, and, you know, become an, we actually have, amb- we have like 30 ambassadors 
for us that make, you know, commission and everything. And so if you really want to go above and beyond, maybe you want to be an affiliate or something for a company to kind of understand how it works before you start your own. Um, I would go, I would definitely go above and beyond by, by posting videos and creating really good quality content because um, it's the people who they see their face the most that they're going to buy from at the end of the day. It's true. That's true. Because that familiarity brings in the, the thought of, of, of trust as well. Yeah, right? Exactly. And it's like, it's top of mind awareness as well. So if we post on our stories every single day, you know, like, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know how many times a day, but a lot. A number of times per day. I see your name always popping up and then you start videos at the same time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, but that's for top of mind awareness. So now people are always seeing our stuff and they're always going to be thinking about it. So, so next time they think of, oh, you know, I have a friend who needs help with Instagram. Oh, I know these girls, you know, the pseudo twins. And they're really good at Instagram. Why? It's not because we're like the best of the best, but it's because we're putting ourselves out there the most. Mm -hmm. And so people are automatically going to be thinking about us naturally. You know, maybe when they think about podcasting, they're going to think of you because you're always going live on Facebook. You're always having your show, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. they're going to be thinking about that. Oh, what's a good, you know, what's a good live Facebook show to watch? Oh, you know, I know, I know this one because I always see it popping up. Right, right. Yeah. And, and it also brings on other types of business too, right? I mean, because before doing the show, um, and even now still, I, I MC events, I do like a number of other things related to, to that. And so, um, and also have done like red carpet interviews and things like that. But it, it has to do with just people knowing that, that you're able to speak in front of the camera and getting speaking events and things like that. So you all also now are part of the Think and Grow Rich tour, giving your, your information related to Instagram. And so how's that been for you? It's been amazing. It's been amazing, honestly. Um, yeah, we never spoke on stage before. And yeah, a lot of great opportunities come yeah. from it. Um, we've met a lot of incredible people who we never would have gotten the opportunity to meet if we weren't on this tour. Uh, we met Stedman Graham, Oprah's boyfriend. We had like dinner with him, which was awesome. Um, well, we were able to be in a book. That's the most recent. Yeah, um, we were able to be in a book. Most recent thing that we never really thought that would happen so, so like fast, but we're able to True. be in a book because um, Eric Swanson, who's a speaker on stage, actually recommended us to be in that book to someone, um, Steven Sambliss, who we didn't yeah, even know. Yeah. Well, I so saw it was, you here. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was because of a speaker that we spoke next to on, with next to on stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, congratulations on that. I was looking through his, just like I looked through the Thinking Grow Rich, I'm like, okay, they've been on my show, they've been on my show, they haven't, they have, they have, so just making sure that I make my rounds of, of getting all of the influential people uh, on the show to give great tidbits to uh, my audience, and, and so uh, he... Uh, I guess you had posted that you were going to be on my show and then he sent me a message, a Facebook request. And then I looked at his habit book and I'm like, this 
seems like it is going to be a really great book. And then I looked through the pictures and again saw, okay, these various people have been, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's the twins, you know, they're, they're in the book. So congratulations on that. So he'll probably be on the show in another couple of weeks. He said he was interested in, in potentially uh, being on as well. So um, but right. congratulations on your book. That's there we awesome. go. Now yeah, you yeah, your book. We, we need to talk about, what? Go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, you can just go down the list because there's a hundred people in that book. And it's like, yeah. once you hit the jackpot of a list, it's just golden. Right, right. And, um, you know, Sharon, on the, uh, excuse me, there's a few people that have already been on. But um, what I was going to say was, I think I saw a post a while ago where you guys, you know, you had your hands like that, like your thinking pose about uh, podcasts, you know, asking people, should you guys start a podcast? So, where are you yeah. with that? Where are you with your YouTube channel? Where are you with your own book on, you know, all this fabulous stuff related to Instagram? Well, That's we're, a great question, first yeah, of all. When we're talking to Omar, I don't know if you know who Omar Elitar is, but yes. he is, uh, yeah, The Passionate Few is his podcast. He, he interviews really uh, top-level entrepreneurs, and we were talking with him on the phone because now we've become friends with him, and he was saying, uh, the reason why I posted that is because we already knew that we wanted to start a podcast, but he said, all right, you should start priming people. So you should like ask a question. So you should ask people if you should start a podcast, even though you already know that you should. So I just took his advice and I posted it that night. Should we start a podcast? But we already knew that we would. But we're actually going to be, um, once we move, we're going to create a studio and we want to we wanna basically, you know, we like to go all in. So we're going to create a podcast when we have our studio, which should, should be fairly soon. Yeah, so basically we're moving to... Either Miami or Tampa. We're actually flying out tomorrow to, to look at apartments in Tampa um, and Miami. So, but once we get a place there, which which will be in like a month or so, um, we're gonna make a whole studio setup, which we want to be used to create videos as well as um, podcast our podcasts as well. We just don't want to do. I mean, Zoom podcasts are great, and and it's honestly really awesome. But we do really like that in person. You know, so we really want to have like an in-person podcast. Um, so, so yeah, in a month. Because I you said, guys are always all over the place, and I didn't know that you were actually going to be in town because we could have gone to the studio uh, for the for this. Normally, when I know that people are in town, we just we do it at Voice America uh, in the studio. So I didn't, know, I didn't know where you were. And I, I always think that you're someplace because all the different places. You just had a snake on your neck, for God's sake. So. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was in Hollywood. Right. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, so I, thought, I just assumed that you were someplace else. So I apologize for that. Because Wait, so I, where are you right now? Where are you looking? I'm, I'm, in, I'm in, the, in Phoenix. I'm in the Gilbert. Hmm. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, okay. Okay. We should have thought of that. Wow. <laughs> So um, our whole family lives here, so we'll be back, I'm sure, and we can collaborate again. Yeah, we can, and we can just talk about, you know, depending on what else, you know, some big thing that you have coming up next, we can definitely spotlight that and be in person in the studio. And yeah. like Sharon Lecter, it was great to, you know, to be in the studio with her, and I think she's on her way to her event, um, Grow Your Business, for God's sake, I think is what's coming up this weekend, uh, that yeah. she's going to and, and there's a, just tons of events so let's talk a little bit uh after this break you know we have our whole three second break um let's talk about how you target events and because you you have where that's a part of what you do is creating instagram stories 
for other people and for their events. So when we get back, we'll talk about that. Calling all Voice America listeners, hosts, employees, families, and friends. We're super excited about our Voice America Community Service Day to be held on September 7th. Let's join together with Full Color Movement International's Give Hope Luncheon for the Homeless and Families in Need. Join us at the gym at 2320 North 7th Street in Phoenix from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come volunteer and bring packaged foods for 300 people. We need snack bags, socks, shorts, and backpacks for size small to 5X. Let's do our part to make someone's day a little brighter with our smiles, songs, poems, and some games. Soaring with Eagles radio show host Crystal Richardson will be celebrating September birthdays that day, so let's join her nonprofit and help raise $30,000 for a van and scholarships for at-risk youth. Don't miss this opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of those that need it most. For more information on our service day or to donate, contact Crystal Richardson at www.fullcolormovement.com or go to Soaring with Eagles on the Voice America Empowerment page today. Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. And we're back. (laughs) Okay, so there's thousands and thousands of events everywhere across the world. So with what you've been doing, you said it was, has it only been the last six months you said? Yeah. Less than six months. Well, less than six months for the, uh, for the events. Yeah. Okay. So how have you chosen what events to do? I know you said that you just sent out a whole bunch of messages and, and see who responds, but sometimes you have to do follow-up or, you know, do you just let it go after the first one? What is a, a, a technique that people could use for that? Well, we like to, so we have like our, there are, you're right, there are tons of events. And personally, we like um, entrepreneur events. And, and so we'll, and so, and, and there's a lot of entrepreneur events, you know, but we kind of like the ones where there's people that we already know, like similar type of people um, because it's kind of like a bubble right now. You know, a lot of the people in the entrepreneur event space are the same, same type of speakers. So we, we, we kind of already know about all the events that are happening just because we're in the loop. Otherwise it is kind of hard. You just have to really research. Um, but yeah, so if we really want to work an event, so I actually remember where there was this speaker that I really wanted to work with. And, um, so I sent him a message like they're just a regular DM message and he didn't say anything. He, he saw it, but he didn't say anything. 
So I didn't just, obviously didn't just give up there. I mean, the first time you message someone, they're probably not even going to respond. Mm. Um, they probably won't even see it. Yeah, they probably won't even see it. But then I was like, you know what? Of like a regular message, you know, he doesn't even know who I am. I should really send a voice recording because that way he'll actually be able to hear my voice and realize I'm a real human being. You know, which, which then I sent him a voice recording and he was like, whoa, like, who is this, who is this person that sent me a voice recording? And so then he actually responded back and, and from there I ended up working with him. And so I think that, um, a good follow up to a message is a voice recording because people feel connected if they can actually hear you. I mean, if they can see you, it's even better. If you send a video, mm-hmm. that's probably the ultimate thing. And nobody does that. That's the main thing. But nobody does that. Nobody does voice recordings or videos. I've done that. You've done that. See, yeah. I can see that you've done that because you're very like, you're a very confident <laughs> woman and you know, you're a go-getter. So I, I believe that. But, but you know, to, to anyone listening, if your first message doesn't work, which you probably won't, I would definitely recommend sending a voice recording or a video just to get, you know, get your face out, get, get your face out there, your voice out there, get more people to, to know who you are. And I think it goes back to, it was a show I had, I think it was last month related to the various elements of fear. And uh, when people have the, re- the fear of rejection or, you know, what if they say no? Well, okay, well then they say no, but it, you won't, you'll never know if you don't try. And what if, what if it comes across a way that I didn't mean for it to come across? Well, at least you tried and you can apologize and then try again, right? You know, so uh, a lot of people just have that fear. And I think, you know, with what you guys have done and just being able to, um, to now have the, the life that you have and the connections that you have and, and just the future that you have, you're opening up your own studio and all the great things that, that it came from you just taking that first step of, of just trying. Yeah, and I think there's times when, there's, of course, times for us, too, when, you know, we're like, oh, we don't want to have to ask them that question, or, oh, man, like, we don't want to have them, you know, contact them about that, and, you know, we we feel like that, too, for sure, and and it's, like, this fear that, like, you know, they're going to turn you down or something, and so, I mean, what I like to usually think is just, all right, you know what, if I don't think about it and I just do it, then it'll be so much better. You know, I just like, the more you think about it, the more it festers, the more, you know, you really just overthink it. So you just have to kind of do it as soon as you think about it that first initial time. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to start to stress about it. Yeah, overanalyzing is a bear. And, and, and a lot of people overanalyze themselves out of business deals, out of relationships, out of a lot of different, even out of going to the store, you know, if you overanalyze it too much you'll just kill in your list of need and then never make it the store will be closed and mm-hmm. so um it, it's it's something that a lot of us do and i think you know a lot of people put a focus on millennials wow you know they they they're really go-getters but i mean anybody can be a go-getter it's just a matter of putting your mind to it and and doing it and um what what have you done you said you you enjoy entrepreneur events so what are the, I guess this is August. How many events have you been to this, this year already? This year? Okay, now we got to count. Well, <laughs> well, we've probably been to like seven to ten. Oh, I, mean, I would say more than that. More than that? Oh, yeah. I would say probably 15 events. 15? Yeah. Yeah, At we least. went to events, and some of them were really small. Yeah, because we went to like 
I mean, probably five in one week. Probably 20, honestly. Probably 20 events. Well, I'm just thinking about the big events. So, like, we'll go to small events sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and that'll add up. But um, it, mostly for networking purposes. But um, the big events are what I really look forward to because – because those are the most fun. That's when you can really meet. Like, I'm always focused on meeting the speakers, meeting the people on stage, instead of meeting, you know, the people that are at the event. I'm focused on, first, I need to make sure I meet these people that are on stage. Then I can meet the people that are next to me. But, um, but smaller events, it's like, there's usually only one person that's speaking, so it's easy, and then you can just mingle with everyone else. <laughs> but, yeah, we've been to a lot of events. The first event this year that we went to was the 10X Growth Conference with Grant Cardone. I don't know if you know Grant Cardone, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. So everyone, if you're in the entrepreneur space or even motivational space, you know who Grant Cardone is. And his 10X event was at the Marlin Stadium, 35,000 people. It was insane. That was our first kickoff event for the year. It was in February. And that event actually, at that event, we bought tickets to another event in Nashville literally two weeks later. And we were still working as servers at this point. So our boss was like, really, guys? You're requesting off another weekend? And we're just like, we have to go. We have to go. And that event in Nashville, believe it or not, is what got us to quit our jobs because we were so inspired by the people. See, a lot of events, they mostly just tell you information. But this event in Nashville was actually an event where they were sharing their story and they were sharing how they went from the bottom to the top. And we're like, oh my God, we can relate to these people. Like we're at the bottom with these people. We know where they were at. And if they can be where we're at, just like us and get up here, then we can at least try to do that too. And that's what kind of sparked everything for us was that one event. That's why we say events are so important because you never know what is just going to hit you. And next thing you know, you're inspired and you're doing all these crazy things. Yeah. And we were just like, we were just trailblazing after that. We're like, all right, we're on a roll. Like, that's when we started contacting all these events and then we contacted John Chin thinking we were rich. And, um, and so it was like, and at first we didn't even know what we were going to do when we quit our jobs. We just knew we saw the glitter business, but um, we just knew that we wanted to be in the entrepreneur event space. Cause we're like, Oh, just like with the rave community, we're like, Oh, like this is so amazing. Like we want to be a part of this. How do we become a part of this? And so once again, we knew we had to solve a problem. And, um, and so actually we, we didn't even know what problem we wanted to solve. So we were like, you know what, let's just fly out. Let's just for the whole month of February of this year, let's just fly out to a bunch of entrepreneur events and figure it out. And so that's exactly what we did. We literally like drained our bank accounts, like figuring it out. And, um, and, and that's when we realized, you know what, we're good at Instagram stories and, um, this is a need that that needs to be filled and we can fill the need. And so then we just reached out to, um, first we reached out to speakers and we did it for free. We did it for experience. And then we used for that testimonials as testimonials. Well. Yeah. Yeah. A testimonial. Then we use that as leverage to get the next thing. And we said, Hey, can you fly us out? So then they flew us out. Then we use that as leverage as well. Those two as leverage for the next thing we said, Hey, can you pay us a thousand dollars? And so it was just like, compounding so you know you start with free for the experience and then you build 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 and um that's where we got to where we're at today we just you know we just started we just started for free started working you know just to gain experience and i think that's really how you can whatever you want to do just start doing it and and you know next thing you know you'll be you'll be there
Right. And, and, and I really, I really enjoyed that, that, that story of, of the background, because a lot of times people, when they see uh, people that have all these, you know, thousands of likes or followers or all these different stories, and, and you're linked to all of these amazing people now, like, how did that actually happen? And, you know, for you to be uh, young, you're not necessarily, you know, the same age as some of the people that you're linked with. And so how did that happen? And so just being able to give that roadmap of, of how it worked for you, because everybody's story is is different on how they got to where they got to. So in your job, you know, we all have to do something big and make changes if we want something to change, right? And so you couldn't still keep those jobs or, you know, a regular nine to five to do to do what it is that you do. Um, and so do you have any other jobs you do other than this right now? Or is this like all of what you do now? It's just the glitter twins. And then, um, and then our clients, that's all we do right now. We're just building. We're kind of in the process of like building. Cause, cause honestly, we, even though we've made all these connections, we're still very much in the beginning stages of our, of our own stuff. Cause we're right. involved with a lot of other people's stuff, but we're still trying to figure out, all right, what do we really want to do? So, and yeah, quitting our job was really scary, um, especially since we didn't actually plan to quit our jobs. Like, I feel like it was liberating. We didn't plan to quit our job. Like, that event inspired us, and we just did it. But, but because we didn't plan to quit, we did not save up any money. And because we didn't save up any money, all of a sudden, it was like we had to. You know, like, we had to make things work because we were paying our own rent. We were paying our own. We even had to cut off our Wi-Fi. We had to cut off our gym membership. Like we literally had to cancel like everything except for our apartment. We had to take some risks. We, yeah. we had to like not starve. You basically. still bought toothpaste, right? You still bought toothpaste? We had, we had to, exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean like essentially you have to like start thinking, all right, well, what do we really need? And then you start realizing I really don't need anything except for food, water, and shelter. And, and then once you, once you kind of like, are at that level it's like okay I really don't want to be at this point right now like how are we going to get ourselves out of this mm-hmm. and it forces us it's forced us to just make big moves because we just had to yeah right because if you don't have anything to lose if it's all just you know where you can just be in go for it mood then I think no go for it mode I wanted to say mode not mood I guess yeah. But uh, then I think that that really helps because people who have that job still sitting in the background, people who have other things to support themselves, sometimes they're not as eager to just go ahead and just go all out because they, they know that they have something to, to fall on to still remain comfortable. And um, mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with where I am and a number of people, you were talking about your target audience a little bit earlier, uh, Steph, it, it, it's kind of the same for me where um, the last 35 to 38 years that I've been in industry that I've been doing that and not necessarily in this entrepreneur space and public speaking space and all of that. I mean, I've always done speaking. I've always done training. I've always done like a lot of different things, emceeing and all of that, but not in this space. And so the last two years really just my very first conference is the same thing that you said. My very first conference was just so inspirational that I went to my next one and my next one and that and ended up meeting some people that, had a podcast and talking about the show and then I got introduced to that and 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 now I have my own show and uh, writing books and and a number of other things and so it just takes that first move that first step to to get you to that but then I meet people on LinkedIn specifically 
and who contact me through my, my various websites. But I've gotten a number of people in LinkedIn that say, well, how have you transitioned? Or, you know, I really want to transition from what I'm doing now in industry to, to doing what, what you're doing now. And so there are people that are on that fence of wanting to do that. And I think with the classes, the different kinds of things that you offer for coaching um, also helps people that are wanting to transition out of one business into the next, you know, people who are like 55 and older, like me, not just the, you know, the baby, I guess those are kind of like the baby boomer people too, but um, I'll be 55 uh, September 7th is my birthday. And so, um, so I just uh, really have started looking at, you know, the group of people that have been contacting me and saying, okay, what are the similarities in what they're contacting me about? And I guess that's part of what you're doing, too, of being, you know, Instagram experts that it's not that you know the most uh, necessarily, but uh, but, you know, a lot and you're able to research and find new things. And whenever you find new things, I just love watching, you know, just your energy on that. It's like, hey, I found out this new thing and you, you can I challenge you to do it. I'm like, I still have to do a couple of those things, but I, I really appreciate how you guys just make everything fun related to that. So thank you. Yeah, of course. And I think you're right about you're saying a lot of people want to transition. And it's true because it's like, it's really hard to just burn the bridge like that. That's actually kind of crazy. And I think, you know, most people are not that crazy. They're not going to do that. So transitioning is important. And that's why it's like, yeah, get into something like what we do where we're coaching you and you don't, it's not a full time thing. Like, if you're trying to transition, and you still have your full time job, you should be doing something on the side. But, but it shouldn't have to interfere with your job. That should be a separate thing, you know, because transitioning, it, it's just going to take longer, but you're still going to be able to do it. You know? Right. Right. So I want to just talk briefly before we end the show, we're going to end the show doing a thing I call quick fire going to, to get some questions back and forth going on with you. But I wanted to just talk about uh, some of the things related to Instagram, YouTube, Facebook that that's out there about um, now you, it, it's FOMO failure. Mm-hmm. It, what fear is it? Of missing out. Fear of missing out. I keep talking about failure. fear of missing out. And so uh, there's a lot of people that maybe sometimes shy away from social media because of some of the talk that's out there related to the statistics of, you know, different people with bullying and just self-esteem and, and self-image. You know, you have to put your best foot forward and you have to look beautiful all the time and everything is glowing. And then they compare themselves to other people. And of course, when you're on there, you're not necessarily going to put things that are um, negative. You're going to put things on there that, that are positive. And so everybody thinks, not everybody, but some people think that, you know, everybody's life is so glowing and positive and, they don't want to miss anything, but then they also feel um, some depression and things like, have you run anything there or have any, any kind of coaching related to that aspect of Instagram or social media? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, that's huge, too, because I actually uh, majored in psychology. So I definitely learned a lot about, you know, I mean, I think it, it's especially harder for the younger kids because you know, as adults, we all know that people don't live perfect lives. You know, we see these Instagram models. Well, we know that they're not like that all the time. But the young kids, they don't necessarily know that, you know, their minds are still developing. And so, yeah, they may actually believe that they're like, you know, certain people's lives are perfect. Um, And so that's why I think it's so important just to be honest. 
and transparent. Like, um, you know, like yesterday I, I posted, hey, I literally woke up at 11 a.m. today because I wanted people to know that, you know, I don't always wake up super early. And mostly it's just like we make mistakes. People make mistakes. People are just people. And, and um, I think it's important for people to show more of their lives. You know, we're trying to get people to show more of their lives on Instagram, specifically on, you know, Instagram stories, just because I think people should see, you know, what you're up to and, and know that, and know that, you know, you're not a hundred percent perfect. And, you know, you, you do things that maybe other people wouldn't like, but Hey, that's what you do. And that's how you live your life. But that is why people delete their social media is because they don't want to have to compare themselves to other people because they feel inferior and then it, it makes you feel bad. And I think the only way to get past that is to realize, and, and this is what we've realized because all of a sudden, you know, all these people we used to look up to, now we're meeting them in person. We're actually, be, like, we're actually able to like, hang out with them, meet them in person. And we're realizing their life is not as it seems online. And if mm-hmm. people would just understand that, and the only way to really get that is, is to actually meet these people in person, see for yourself. They're not the same as they show. And so, but as soon as you yeah. understand that, it's like, oh, well, all they're showing is their highlights, but obviously they have a bunch of dark stuff that they're not showing. Okay, well, that makes sense, you know, because why would you want to show the dark stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you'd be surprised how normal, how much, like, normal lives, like, people really do live, like, they, you know, I mean, they, they show the cars, they show the houses, they say, you know, all these things. But at the end of the day, you know, they still have to deal with the same problems as everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, their problems actually might be bigger, if anything, because they have more on the line. They have more at stake. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. And and I had put something a while ago on Instagram, you know, just about me related to uh, sometimes people see me and I'm one size versus another size or my hair is big and then it's it's short. It's not because I cut it off. You know, it falls falls off from time to time with my thyroid condition. So my, my weight goes up and down and my hair is, uh, it's doing okay right now. <laughs> it, it, it's bigger versus, you know, it's shorter. And then people come up to me that haven't seen me. And like, oh, did you cut your hair? I'm like, oh, well, actually, no, I didn't cut my hair. You know, it, it, it fell out. So, you know, just letting people know uh, in one of the stories, just, you know, I, I go through things too. You know, people think that, that I live this, whatever kind of life they think I live because I'm always smiling. I'm always doing this event or that event or, or, or working with people and helping people. But sometimes I need help, you know, emotionally too, because it, it's draining, you know, to not know from day to day, you know, next week, is it going to just trigger and the medication that I'm on may, may not work, you know, sometimes and it has to be readjusted. So to just tell people, you know, don't give up, you know, everybody has something that they're dealing with and uh, don't give up, just keep moving forward. No matter if your hair is long or short or if you're bald, you know, you still have something to offer the world. Right. Totally. Yeah. Whatever you have and everyone's going through the same thing too. Like there's people out there that have the same situation as you, even if somebody thinks that, Oh no, there's no way. Like my life is horrible. There's somebody that's going through something similar. And if you were to share what's what you're going through, even though it's so horrible, if you were to just share that, 
people are actually inspired. Like even mm-hmm. if you're not showing that you're progressing, even if you're just sharing your true deep, dark thoughts, maybe you're depressed and you're sharing your real thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like people are inspired by that simply because you have the courage to actually share. Mm-hmm. That is inspiring just by itself. Mm-hmm. Well, glitter makes people happy. So I'm glad that you guys do something to make people happy. There's this one lady that I, one of a friend of ours that we call her the glitter lady, because every time we have something that we need to do, or make like she'll put glitter on it. So we call her the glitter lady. So I'm gonna have to hook, hook her up with you guys so she can get some glitter from you guys. Yeah, seriously, we should sponsor the glitter lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. And so, okay, so are you ready for quick fire? Yeah, let's, yeah, do, let's it. do it. Okay, so uh, Steph, we'll start with you. I'll say something and I'll just say one word and then you're supposed to quickly say one word back. And then I'll do a different word, and then uh, it'll be uh, for you, Jen. So it won't be the same word that you guys so will have. are we going back and forth, or are we just going to do all me first and then all Jen? No, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay, perfect. Great. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. And then uh, we'll be ending the show with this. Okay. So the first word, uh, Steph, is message. Social media. Facebook. Baby boomers. <laughs> Stories. Instagram. Real. In person. In person's not one word, but I'll write it down anyway. Events. Entrepreneur. Problem solvers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, so we have hyphenations going on and all <laughs> kinds of things. <laughs> I'll just stick with you. I'll just talk to you, Steph, because she's just not along <laughs> right. Okay, stage. Audience. Speaker. <laughs> Message. <laughs> Rave. Fun. Glitter. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one you both get to answer separately is Instagram. Opportunity. Influence. Influence. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so um, I'm looking at your answers here. So these are pretty interesting. The events, networking, entrepreneurs, problem solving. And I think really the Instagram one was, was really good. Opportunities and influence. So can you speak on that? Just some last comments about opportunity and influence related to Instagram? Yeah, I mean, I'd say so... Well, I'll let Steph talk about opportunity, but as far as influence, I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, Instagram influencers, and that's not exactly what I'm talking about when I say influence, Um, because I don't mean like people that are, they look a certain way and they're inspiring you because, you know, look at me, but people that are actually living their life and and they're actually influencing you just by what they do and not by what they say or how they look but by what they do and how they're acting. And, um, and so I hope to influence people, you know, yesterday we did a water fast all day and, and we influenced a few people to do it as well. And, and, um, and that was great. It feels good to be able to influence other people and help other people, um, you know, do new things or accomplish a goal. And, and so that's why I would say when I think of Instagram, I think of influence because I think it's an opportunity to influence others and be influenced by others as well. 
you know? That's excellent. Yes. And I said, I said opportunity because, um, because there's a lot of opportunity with Instagram is essentially just a platform to connect each other human beings. And with humans, when humans come together and their minds come together, you can create. And that's why I say opportunity because it's the opportunity to create. And, um, Instagram is just a connector. That's all it is. It's just, it's just a very popular connector right now, but essentially it's, it would be the same thing as if we didn't have social media. It's just connecting with people in real life and creating something together. Like we're doing now on your podcast. Uh, we did this because of social media, because we then met in person and now we're on, you know, social media again, but it's just a gateway to be able to collaborate with people. And I think that is where the opportunity comes in. Yeah, totally. I think literally like, I mean, some people say, oh, you know, you, you're only friends with people on social media or anything. I mean, I think that you should actually meet the people in person as well. If you're friends with someone on social media, you should definitely meet them in person. And, and you, can, you can form a connection on social media, especially with video chatting. And, mm-hmm. you know, video makes everything so much more real. So... Yeah, I think I think you have an, uh, an opportunity to meet so many more people than you would be able to organically meet. Like you can't you can't just walk around the world and just you know, oh hello, what's your name? You could, but that'd be really hard. But on social media, it's like everybody is on social media. You have the opportunity to literally connect with whoever you want. Yeah, and I have had people that have come up to me, you know, they, they've met me or seen me on, on, on Facebook, um, and I'm starting to do Instagram now more, but, uh, or on LinkedIn, but uh, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I saw you do XYZ, and I'm like, what? And it was maybe something long time ago, which meant that I guess that they looked back at some other things and saw some things that I was doing. So you definitely can, you definitely can meet people uh, on on purpose, but sometimes you meet people and like, oh my gosh, you know, it's the twins, you know, because they've, they've seen you do something on social media. Yeah, that's great. That's a really good position to be in when you know you're making an impact when people actually recognize you and you haven't met them before. They only know you from social media. That's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to just thank you all for sharing your story with us and sharing your, your influence and talking about opportunities. And I'm real excited to see what's next uh, in, in your life with your, your studio and with the videos and, and your podcast and your and all of the things that you're going to create. Uh, and uh, just thank you for, for being an inspiration for, for me. Uh, it was really great meeting you guys uh, in person at the Think and Grow Rich conference and um, hope that the rest of those go well. I think the next one is at Dallas on the 23rd. Yeah, 23rd and 24th in Dallas. If anyone's in Texas that's watching this, it's a great opportunity to meet us and a ton of other um, entrepreneurs as well. Just great opportunity for networking. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And that's the conclusion of our show today on Soaring with Eagles. And I hope you guys have a great, great day. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.